Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy, because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Prophecy Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and I would like to welcome y'all to guest Lisa Haven, independent Christian news analyst, and um, she is one of the top contributors of Before It's News, and that's a very popular site. Um, a lot of independent individuals go over there to post, and they will have really good information. And uh, she also has her website where we're going to talk about. You know, it's called LisaHavenNews.net. Go check it out. Really great information on that. Um, so what we're going to be talking today is the future of the United States. Where is this great country going? And um, as you watch the news, and especially those who are on Facebook and and on the internet, you know that there are really strange things happening. It seems like iniquity is speeding up and getting worse. And every day when you heard it all, you have not heard it all. And uh, we are living. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not gonna say I was consistent with it, but the last years with uh, Bible prophecy, uh, we are definitely uh, in a very small range of enjoying your freedoms. So you go on the Fourth of July. You watch the fireworks, honey. Hug your kids, because you never know when the United States may not be the United States, formerly known as. So we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back to bring up yes. Welcome to the Prophecy Zone, the place to stay informed about current events that line up with Bible prophecy. And now, your watchman on the wall and host, Bill Armstrong. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. 
Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTurnan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcturnan.name. Okay, apparently difficulty, so we'll call in um, handle it from my cell phone rather than um, just sit here and try to do it on this computer. So um, uh, that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm going to go ahead and bring all my guests and, and see if I can um, just start the interview and see if I can just call in myself. Okay. Hey, Linda, you there? I mean, Lisa, you there? Sorry. Yeah. Yes, I'm here. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Do you want me to try calling in from another phone? Uh, I don't think it's you. It's what I've been doing a couple of Uh-oh. Okay, from that point, we should be okay. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Okay, so, yeah, um, am I still cutting in and out? Just let me know no. if you're... If you're okay. Now, I can hear you fine. All right. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I uh, I called you Lynn, Lynn because I was thinking of Lynn. You're... <laughs> so I, I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. But, uh, I was just talking about it. Talking, looking at her stuff um, too. So, uh, so, um, how did you get started as an independent um, analyst of the news? Well, I always kind of had a passion for it. I used to teach women's ministry at our church, and I always had a passion to share more. But there's, there's certain things that you can't share. Technically. Uh, that's a whole topic in and of itself when you're, you know, teaching women and um, teaching from the church nonetheless. So God moved us to another area kind of, you know, which caused us to step down because we're obviously moving hours away from where we used to be. And from then I kind of took my passion that I've always had on reporting and gathering information and getting the truth out and tying it to biblical prophecy. And so I started doing that just on a blog uh, you know, all on my own and posting on that. And speaking of Lynn, uh, she, her, she contacted me and said, hey, you want to write for Vine of Life News? And I'm like, sure, that'd be great. And we kind of hit it off and, and became great friends and uh, both have, you know, similar passions and writings and goals. And um, that's kind of how the two of us met. And we wrote for a couple of years on the Vine she got invited to basically write for Before It's News, and then she brung me along. <laughs> so it kind of went from there. But <laughs> like I said, we've always, I've always had a passion for truth. It's always been one of those things that God has just built, you know, in the very core of who I am. And now I feel that fulfillment. Hey, I can get the word out and do it in a Christian manner. So I, I really enjoy it. Amen, amen. Yeah, we we appear to be in a uh, special time uh, in this country. Uh, I don't know if I can call it special. That might be too positive. But we live in in, uh, interesting times, to say the least. Um, Where was your – how did you end up going into the area of um, conspiracy and – and finding out that the United States, how did you end up going that route? Well, I grew up in a Christian home, but my father has always been into that kind of stuff. So I guess, you know, growing up with some of that around you, and um, my father's really big, okay, look for the evidence, you know, peel out fact from fiction. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, a lot of which are true, and some are which are just theories. And so... What I like to do is say, hey, let's go to the sources, let's find the information and and get to the nitty-gritty of it, because that's what my father used to do. 
And then it just kind of sparked from there. Uh, You know, I just developed my own particular interest. And I think it's just, you know, something that God has just placed that desire for in my heart. Truly, that and the fact that I have children and I don't want them to grow up in a chaotic world. I want them to grow up in a world where we still have our freedoms. And I think that's where the majority of it comes is I just, I want to live in a free world. I want the old America back, where we were really free, where we weren't monitored by the NSA, where we weren't, um, everything wasn't labeled a conspiracy theory. That, that's a label they give a lot of it today to make it sound untrue, where a lot of them are actually facts. They've, there is documentation and proof to back it up. And many things that they claimed conspiracy theory on, you know, 30 years ago have been proven today. And I think we're going to see that same pattern even more in the future. And And so... My my goal is to get a better place and get the American back because America back that used to be, you know, where we were actually free, and so that's where my heart and passion yeah. lies. I want to be basically a revolutionary, and 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 be able to stand in front of my children when they're older and say, Hey, look, I did everything I can. I got the word out. I stood here. I did this, and this is what I'm doing to make the world you live in a better place. Make sense? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's why I was trying to get you to say. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> All right. So, w- what is the um deal with the um Bilderbergers? Yes. So, I have been following them for a few well, a while. Uh they're they're basically a group that is basically they they're linked with the Illuminati. I'm sure you've heard of the Illuminati, but they're just kind of a branch of all of it. They're an elite shadow government organization ruling and making political plans from behind the scenes. That is their game. That is their goal. That is their agenda. And they do these meetings and secret things. I know they just had one in Austria recently. It ended on the 14th. I've been covering that in detail, but at this particular meeting, for example, you know, comparing it to meetings in the past and meetings now, they had thousands of military, not military, but police. They even hired police. And get this, they, they called, they're called COBRA. The Austria secret force that they were using is called COBRA. You, you, you know where COBRA's from, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, the G.I. Joe movie, the bad guy was COBRA. I'm like, well, that's a sufficient name. <laughs> but uh, that's a side note. But at the Bilderberg meeting, think of thousands of people, and they had like a six-mile radius, I believe, where no one, everybody that came beyond that particular point was basically carted, had to prove their paperwork. They weren't allowed past a certain point, and that's because the elite of the world got together, and I believe it includes everybody. I mean, there's prime ministers there, there's, um, you know, DARPA agents there, there's all kinds of military agents, I mean, political people, and they post their people who attend online, but I don't believe it includes everyone. I do believe people like Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, all of them have made their presence as well. Clinton's actually on the list for Bilderbergs. They have a a list under America for Bilderberg or Sisters for Bilderberg under Little Sisters, I think is what it's called on, on the Internet. But um, he's yeah. listed as one of the actual members, which is opens up a whole ball of wax. But basically, all these people from all over the world, we're talking 22 different countries, Russia, China, America, Canada, Australia, everywhere. They're gathering together here, and they're planning what's next on the agenda. This is why I have an issue with it. Number one, they try to make it where nobody is allowed in. They up the military and and police force around these meetings. I mean, it's worse than than the G7 or your G8 or your G20. The security is upped. That that raises a lot of red flags when they do something like that. But um, basically... These people meeting behind closed doors are planning things, and and while they do publish, publish like their agenda online, it's very specific. They could go a million different ways with it, um, and I have the feeling it's probably not all on the yeah. agenda. But um, they're not. They, they've got. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, the ahead. agenda. Let me read some. Of the, let me read some of the topics. Current meeting or the past meeting. 
uh, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, chemical weapons threats, current economic issues, European strategy, globalization, which really gets me, Greece, Iran, Middle East, NATO, Russia, terrorism, United Kingdom, USA, U.S. election. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even our election. And here's the thing. They're not allowed to do that. Legally, they're not allowed mm-hmm. to go behind doors and discuss politics. Okay, this is, this is illegal on so many levels, especially here in America. But yet that's exactly what they're doing. They're going behind closed doors and discussing world politics. And most of the members on there, I, I, would, I would beg to say all of them, are new world order. That is their objective, which is why when you read globalization, that is like the key on their list. They're number one. It's, it's on there. This is their agenda. Yep. They want to form a new yep. world order with them at the head. That is what Bilderberg is about. That is their main agenda. That is their main goal. And that's why when they recruit people into these, and we're talking Google executives, you know, a little bit of everybody, you know, in, in that make a lot of money, the Gates, the Bill Gates, um, Henry Kissinger, obviously, Rockefellers, they're all involved. They're all part of this. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. the agenda and the game is to – it's kind of like a, a war game online. You know, let's build up countries, tear them down, cause these things. And this is what they plan. And not one will leak their agenda, their true agenda. When they come out of these meetings and reporters, you know, will find them at airports and everything, they all remain hush-hush on it. They'll say, oh, it's published online in, in what you just read. That's, that's what we get, you know. And we didn't yeah. even get that back in 2010, 2011. We didn't get that. Now yeah. uh, they are feeling the pressure, basically, and starting to publish that. And, and like I said, conspiracy theory, uh, 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago, you know, conspiracy theories were, were screaming about Bilderberg, and people called them a conspiracy theory and said, that's not true. And then here we are. Now they've officially yep. come out of the closet, so to speak. And um, here they are planning mm-hmm. agendas, but very uh, lots of red flags. And speaking of, of agendas that you had brought up, some of their past agendas – Let's let me take you back um, to 2013, for for example. That's probably okay. one of the earlier agendas that they've listed for us that we've been given. Now, I don't know if you're familiar, but I did a post a while back that basically went through all their given agendas and then tied it to current affairs. Okay, so for example, I went back to 2013 and I said, what events happened shortly thereafter or shortly before that were in line with the Bilderberg agenda? And looking forward what happened and did these quote-unquote agendas basically come to pass or how did they play out? Does that make sense? I think I think they had Iran in one of them, didn't they? They were talking about Iran and it was going to become the focus, which it has been. They call it under the Middle East, the Middle East, and they've yeah. actually developments in the Middle East. That's how they classify it, but yes. And the Middle East crisis has been on their agenda every year consecutively. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> yeah. along with, yeah, because it's part of their it's part of their agenda. That's been on consecutively. Current events have been on consecutively, and crazy enough, Ukraine and what is going on with Ukraine. That's kind of been a a common thread each and every year. So those were some common things that I saw. Another one was economy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's going to play yeah, out that, in the future with that. I know, right? <laughs> well, like I said earlier. Um, when we were talking offline, there's a lot of um, the guys that I've been looking at, Gerald Salente and, and Peter, um, I've got his name, Struff, Struff, something like that. But a lot of those guys um, are looking at this fall as a stock market collapse. Do you know anything about the Sumita cycles? Um, yes, Jonathan Kahn and the Blood Moons? Yeah. In the blood moon. Yeah, those 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 really tie into everything else we're talking about right now because um especially with the stock market collapse. What do you see about the stock market as, in your analysis um of current events and in, in history? What do you see coming? Uh and I know Martin Armstrong I think is 
was another yeah. analyst that that said that the markets are going to collapse. What is your intel telling you? I think it's not a matter of if it's going to collapse, but when. Um, I think most people yeah. would agree with that statement, to be honest, because we can't continue on the path we're on. That's that's evident. Yeah. Um, we're trillions yeah. in debt, and it, we're he- we're headed on a bridge to nowhere. And the government knows that, and I think what they're doing is they're attempting to put temporary Band-Aids on it to make it look okay, all the while claiming their jobs are up, that you know the economy is doing better, when it's a lie. The way that they figure out those statistics excuse me, um, are so backwards, the way that they include, you know, you get a job and you, you, you lose that job for a couple of days, that's counted as a you know, good, healthy job. There's lots of ways that they're rigging that number, but... Um, you brought up a good point, Armstrong. I did a post on him just the other day, and he believes, and he's got a good track record. I try to follow people, economists, those who have a good track record in the past of saying, okay, this is what's going to happen, and it happens. And Armstrong yeah. is one of those. He's, he's got a good track record. And he has been stating yeah. that he believes we could hit an economic meltdown sometime after October which would fall in line with others that have been predicting, look, things are going down to the wire. We could see that. Now, mm-hmm. if we take that into consideration, say, with the Shemitah year that Jonathan Kahn has been talking about, that lines up too as well. Because we know, hey, you know, this is basically the ju- God's judgment on a nation. And, and here we go. The Shemitah is a sign of our you know, covenant with God and and here we are in that year that we could see a financial crisis in 2015. And, and he's just saying, hey, look, he also looks and says, let's look at the facts, the nitty-gritty, and tie it all together. And everything is adding up. We have the Shemitah this year. We have um, analysts saying, hey, we could see something at the end of this year or towards the end of this year. It's, and we know our economy's headed to nowhere. So, you know, I have to go with, the people that have lots of information on this. Plus we have the blood moons. That's just another sign that something's, you know, coming our way. Now it could be a year from now. It could be two years from now. It could be this year. We don't really know exactly when it's going to happen, but we speculate based off of prophetic judgment, based off of prophetic signs and the like. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Um, I hope this, uh, I'm taping this on video. I'm hoping this come out right because I noticed as we talk, um, I guess it's draining too much CPU. So I'm working on these issues. <laughs> it's draining so much CPU that I don't know if it's even picking up your voice or not. But um, we'll continue on. Do you um, need to re-record yeah. it? No, I'm I'm good. I'm I, I hopefully it comes out. It's just I I, I was even thinking um, to do a Skype interview because I think that'd be pretty cool. I got um this program's called Wirecast. Everybody can use it from YouTube, but it's it's excellent. Um, but that's what I'm kind of looking at right now because it's it's not picking up yeah. anybody. Picking up your voice, yeah, my voice. I got a big mouth, so it's picking up mine, but. Hopefully it 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 it, ta- it turns out right. But anyway, let's look at Jham, um, and and that's a military drill that's happening in the lower states. And and when we talk about this, I want to focus on Texas because I I noticed that um, they're picking on Goliath of those ten states, uh, and and Texas seems not to be messing around. Um, they don't. They don't seem to want to fit into this uh, forced rape of America. Um, what do you think about Jayhan? What do you think it actually is? Is it a lead up to martial law, or is it just our imagination? And could it be just a a drill? I mean, just a practice. Well, as I've been studying Jade Helms since it came out, since it's since it's breaking out, but I do believe it's a drill. 100%. I think it's a drill that they're practicing. Now, the question that lies is what are they practicing for? And that's where my issue lies with it, number one, for a few reasons. First of all, they're practicing this domestically in our cities, in our towns, and with populations nearby. It, some of the drills happen around populations. Some of them don't. Some are late at night. Some are during the day. There's a variety. 
and there will be. It's gonna it's gonna upkick more in July fifteenth when they officially officially start. Although I believe lots of them have started even prior. <laughs> but um, basically, the issue here is why are they feeling the need to practice in our communities? And I think the answer to that question, and I believe the answer to that question, is because they do believe that there's going to be some event in the future where they're going to have to establish some type of martial law or some kind of, you know, if there's a crisis or there's an economic collapse, then they're getting ready basically to prepare our troops for the implementation of martial law. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the weird thing about this whole thing is it appears to me that maybe they know something we don't know, meaning the government. Exactly. Um, the preparation for the amendment, and that's what's on work. But to to the decent, they're in that the word of God talks about who. is meant for a fear you know, upon the what is and that you know soldiers and military you know um in the in the what do you think? I'm. You cut out. <laughs> I could not hear. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying. What do you, What What do you, What do you think? Uh, I was saying that um, stability that headed this way. Yeah. Headed this way. And that's why it set me up for some type of. Um, because I know, I believe it's I still know. I I can't hear you, Phil. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna have to end up calling. Give me. Well, I can. Or what in person? Yeah, I'm at So I'm gonna go We'll be right back. Yeah. I don't mean to be rude with the book of Jews. And I know that the book of Amos will never make me famous. So I present to you with no hesitation the book of Revelation. Accept Christ in your life today, man. I'll get left behind for the great tribulation period. The U.S. dollar is on a decline while the European Union is on the rise. Getting ready for a one world currency. They making way for the market of beasts of false peace. You ain't heard about the Bilderberg? You better get in God's word. Studying like a nerd. You ain't heard about the microchip. You ain't heard about the FEMA camp, FEMA coffin in them slave ships. You better get your mind right or sink with the ship. I'm talking to the bloods. I'm talking to the crypt. I'm talking to the bosses, hardcore solos bouncing up and down in them exposed. Brother Bold, please let them know. Seven plagues, seven seals, seven bowls. Heaven or hell, we do prevail. Sink or sail when a clock strikes twelve and an hourglass fails to fall. These are the end times in the end of the days, end of the age, revelations back at the page. Blood, moon, low kisses, just the first phase. You couldn't look with death, kisses, 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 you kisses, 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 Please say your grace before you touch your plate. It could be lace and famines on the rise with no remorse. White horse, pale horse, red horse, black horse, and Obama. 
I ain't breaking that drama, but you swim in a school filled with piranha. That feast on the blood of the innocent, but see these blood bosses, therefore we haven't seen it. Bow down, Mr. President, please repent. Or face the wrath of God's judgment, which is the world hard. I can hear you. Okay, I have to do one more thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, go ahead and keep talking. I, I got to find out on my computer there's, there's a show opened up, so I'm hearing myself echo. So go ahead. Um, let's talk about um, more about what's going on. Um, about the um, JM and what do you see coming? Okay, in regards to Jade Helm, like I had stated earlier, I do believe it's a drill. However, it's a drill in preparation for some kind of event they foresee coming domestically, be it, you know, you know, a, an economic crisis, which I believe personally is on top of the list, be it some kind of race riots that they're inciting so they can implement martial law, be it some kind of cataclysmic event or EMP, who knows? There's there's a lot of different things and a lot of different ways it can go. But they're definitely planning domestically to try to get in good with citizens through Jade Helm. That's kind of the purpose of it. And if you read their documentation, um, the Jade Helm, exercise document, which I've actually got copies of, it says one of their main agendas is basically to get in good with local citizens and form a partnership with them, so to speak. So the more that they can get in with the community, then they think, okay, well, these people are on our side. These people will work with us. They're, They're gathering intel on who's with them, who's against them, and how America will react with a military in our streets, military policing our cities. And I think that's also the agenda of Jade Helm. You know, if, if they can get more of a military presence, then basically they can get the people used to military in our streets. So that's kind of the idea around it. Now, there's also something stating that Jade Helm is going to be repeated on a yearly basis, which basically throws up a lot of red flags because they are getting the population used to them in their streets, and and they're doing it all under the name of safety. They're saying, hey, we're going to put military there, but don't worry about them. They're not for you. They're for us. We're going to keep you safe. And the truth is, I think what we could see, if there are some kind of, if there is, excuse me, some kind of event or catastrophe, or even if there isn't, say, Say there isn't, um, there's also the possibility of them doing gun confiscation. Now, they can do this for a number of reasons. They can do this for a, a, a terrorist threat. They can do this in the name of keeping us safe. But it's highly likely, I believe, in the future that we could see gun confiscation on a major scale, which is always been their agenda. And we can find quotes from government heads, from Bilderberg members, all stating that one of the goals is to basically take guns. And in the event that we don't give it up, which would be your patriots, Christians, and the like who aren't going to give up those things, then we could see, you know, people being rounded up for refusing to, you know, check in their guns. So that's another way that I believe this could go is, is we could see martial law enacted as a sort of gun confiscation, some law that they passed, people not going along with it and getting rounded up or taken to a FEMA camp or some kind which they dub internment camp here. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that it can go in regards to that. You agree? Yeah, I agree. Do you believe that the uh, cult has anything to do with the timing of um, 
going to do for the future. Um, but it, is there any cultic marking, uh, for instance, uh, Georgia Capstones or something that points us to a specific date and time? Uh, I know they talk about the age of Aquarius a lot. Um, do they have any markings that they they that we can look at and say this is the time when they expect to see a world government coming? Um, not anything. Most of that would be speculation. But yeah. I think, you know, the blood moons could be a sign, you know, for something like that. However, we don't know with certainty. It could also be a sign for, say, the Psalm 83 war or World War Three. Um, yeah. You know, there's things – they're going to have to spark some kind of event in order to usher in this new world order. The world isn't going to go willingly into a new world order. If they're in crisis, if they're in chaos, if we're having martial law in our streets, they'll go more willingly and they'll go happily. Unfortunately, that is how it will happen. But I think uh, Georgia Guidestones is, is a great point because one of their goals on that is depopulation. However, there's no specified dates of when it can be, which is why I look to Bible prophecy. Ultimately, yeah. you know, God yeah. gives us signs and, you know, for the end times. And we can see a lot of these coming to pass currently. And I could say, okay, based off of these biblical signs, I know we're in this general time frame. Not only that, but I spoke about documents earlier, and I have done a few videos on New World Order documents, or basically they are studies put out by the U.S. Army War Colleges, and there's a couple of them. And it's basically their view, their study, and this is top-notch generals, that are saying this is why a new world order would be better for society. So they're already publishing documentation on a new world order. And the other things they got to pass are your like your TPP, your tra- your Trans-Pacific Partnership. This would give these are global agendas and global assessments now underway, which is another step towards that new world order concept. But it's 100% the idea behind that. Yeah. So do you believe that these people, these individuals who are uh, running things, do you think they actually set off nukes in blame it on society, blame it on the citizens? Well, um, there's a couple ways they can go with that. I think definitely we could see something like that. Um, I know that they tend to use, like, front groups like ISIS, for example, or Al-Qaeda. They will get them to do their bidding. Or they'll know about some plan and say, huh, that's going to benefit us. Never let a crisis go to waste, in the words yeah. of Rahm Emanuel. You know? And that's their idea. They're, they'll let it off in order that, number one, they can give the American people more you know, NSA spying. They'll say, oh, now we need to pass something similar to the Patriot Act. You know, In order to gain more control over the population, they will allow things like that to happen because that's the goal. If we can get the population to fall under our guidelines and our rules and our stipulations, then we don't have to worry. We can implement our new world order and our goals and our agendas. Eventually, we'll hit depopulation Georgia Guidestone as well. But um, that's Definitely. I I did a post last night. I'm going to be posting it today, actually, where ISIS is believed that they could have and possess nukes sometime soon. And they could get these nukes from Pakistan, even, who is like, you know, on the brink of development of these things. And so they could get them from nations like Pakistan. And we could see ISIS with nukes, and I don't believe that our government's going to stop it. They're going to use it for their agenda. And like I said, they work together. We know they're a CIA front company accomplishing goals for the United States. So, And they're just a pawn. They're a pawn to our government. They're an ends to a means to accomplish what they will. And when they're done with them, they'll get rid of them. You know, but they're not done. They're not done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, definitely. So, we know um, that Mind control is a big tool for the uh, secret societies. If people believe that there's an ETM, first of all, you can explain what an ETM is, a tax. Wouldn't it be more wiser for those guys to let uh, the electronics, uh, you know, work so can be brainwashed into 
doing what they wanted to do. Because I hear a lot of people say, well, the next thing they're going to use is the ETM uh, weapon on the United States, and that will take out everybody's electricity. Well, if the New World Order is going to be televised, why would they do that? And um, I, I can see if it happened to a smaller state. Speaking of a smaller state, could you know, Texas seems like their friend lately. Uh, and, and they seem to be having a lot of floods for some strange apparent reason. I guess they are natural. They could happen. But um, what, what is your thoughts about an ETM attack on America? Well, an EMP is an electromagnetic pulse attack, and it basically would take out the electrical grid across you know, wherever it's detonated over, across a, a country, across a city, I mean, across a state. It would depend on the size of, of the EMP. But yeah. I think it's an option. And yeah. I think if something like that happens, it could be, say, an attack from Russia, an attack from China, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, these. I, I think that if that happens, it's more likely to come from another country, you know, yeah. and, you know as, a, as an attack on America. Um, or, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, our government could use an EMP as well. And you're talking brainwash. They, while they have the capability to brainwash, most of the brainwashing is like through MK Ultra programs and uh, the Monarch program and their programs, which they'll put people through. And while they do have weapons that can, you know, alter minds of people, they don't. I don't believe that, you know. I mean, we have HARP and stuff which can mess with our weather, and HARP has been believed to cause brainwashing, but there's no – well, maybe I'm trying to think of how to word this. But um, hmm. with, with HARP, we know it controls weather. It's also believed to control brain and modify your brain. And while it can do that, it's not doing that to the extent that they want it to. Uh, obviously, yeah. if it was, they wouldn't be able to pass their goals, and people like you and I wouldn't be operating to the extent that we are, if oh, that yeah. makes sense. Now, yeah. they have ones that they can, you know, zone in on a small area or people as well. Now, with those in mind, it's not basically accomplishing the agenda fully as they like. Now, if they were to enact an EMP over you know, a portion of the country or wherever they enact it, then that would accomplish one of their goals on the Georgia Guidestone, which would be to basically depopulate the earth. So no, if they okay. were to do it, that would be why. Um, and that would that's kind of my take on that. Or it would be like another country, China, Russia, or somebody who detonates it over our country as a full-fledged attack. Yeah, speaking of Russia and China, World War Three. what does that look like? Do you, I mean, do you see it coming soon? Or? Possibly. Um, when we brought up Jade Helm, one thing about Jade Helm is that pulls a red flag for me is these drills are taking place all across America, but it's not just in America. These drills are also being copycatted in Canada under the name of Project Maple. Also in Europe, NATO is hosting drills, and they're hosting drills all across Europe, including Germany, Switzerland, Finland, Norway, Poland, all these various countries, Scotland, Netherlands, and the U.K., all are hosting drills similar to Jade Helm. Not only that, but China and Russia have been doing war game drills, and Japan has done Navy, Navy, drill, Navy drills near Shahol. And so all these drills are ha happening across on a global, global scale. And when I see all these drills taking place, that's a red flag. Well, are they expecting a world war? You know, because everybody yeah. is, is preparing for something. They're obviously preparing for civil chaos here in America. But the question is, what is the civil chaos they're expecting? You know? Yeah, um, exactly. Gun confiscation. And the target, as you and I both know, are patriots and Christians right now. That's in many documents. That's in your... Uh, internment and resettlement, your right-wing extremist document. These give red flags on, on yeah. who we are. But thinking globally with drills happening, it just it just sparks me thinking, you know, hey, is World War Three underway? Could this be the reason for the blood moons? I don't know. And I guess time is the ultimate factor on that. Yeah, that, it, it is a lot of converging um, signs that are pointing towards uh, you know, September onward. I mean, it's 
Well, so what do you um, what do you have to say to everybody as far as uh, what do you have? What words of wisdom do you have for um, the listeners? I would say prepare. And prepare spiritually. You know, if you don't know the Lord, get to know him because now is not the day to put that off. And I would say store food, store water, store, you know, medical supplies, guns and ammo, things to protect yourself, and make sure you and your family have an exit plan in the event you need to leave. And be ready for anything because there's so many things that could happen. We could go in civil chaos here in America and see martial law. They could round up patriots and Christians and anyone against what they believe. Uh, We could see World War III happening in which we could see some kind of maybe Russia or China invasion domestically. We know that there are Russia Spetsnaz troops here in America, you know, on our own soil, um, practicing for some odd reason. We also have seen Chinese troops and other European troops, which also throws up red flags. We could have, you know, maybe even some kind of EMP released, or we could see some kind of disaster on a, you know, economic disaster. Obviously, that is coming at some point. Or we could see some kind of manufactured crisis, another terrorist attack, set to specific areas. So there's a lot of things coming, and the only way, it's hard to prepare for any one event in particular. Um, so prepare as best as you can, but make sure you're right with God. Amen. Amen. Bob, what do you see uh, as far as the world government? What do you see the Antichrist and this world beast system initial stages of it? What do you see? You see it as Europe or some other entity? Well, there's a lot of speculation on who the Antichrist is. I don't point out any person in particular i know a lot of names have been thrown out there and i just wait and see okay because there's names thrown out all through the ages and uh none of those have been right thus far (laughs) so i just you know i'll i'll say okay let's look at turkey and go and look what's going on in turkey and iraq and iran and and israel and uh, see what's happening here and is anybody hitting the spotlight at this moment and i'll bring that to light you know and um I think the Antichrist could definitely be on the playing field somewhere. I think he's alive today. Uh, Do I know that with certainty? No. But I do believe he's somewhere out there today ready to go at some point. And I believe that because in the Bible it tells us that once Israel becomes a nation that we shall not see that generation pass. Well, we know Israel became a nation in 1948, got Jerusalem in 1968, and here we are. Or was it 68 or 67? Now I'm blanking. Yeah, 67. Um, 67, yeah. Um, and so he says that generation shall not pass. And uh, so a generation could go up to 80 years and, in my opinion, could even go, you know, 100 or, or, you know, just an entire generation. So if we can base it off that, my speculation is that we are really, really close to seeing that, especially with all the prophetic signs in the heavens. Yeah, I apologize for that. That's actually forty-eight. I'm, I'm out on my porch. I had to go. I had to result to all that electricity. No, that's electronic that's devices. Israel. That's Israel. Nineteen forty-eight. Yeah. Israel became a nation. Yeah. But Jerusalem, when they when they got back Jerusalem. Yeah, when they got back. Yeah. Have you um Have you looked at uh Sir, Sir Isaac Newton's um prophecy about Daniel nine, where he's talking about um uh, how the sixty-two weeks Jesus was cut off. And, and um, there was a 49 years left, and he was saying in his uh, writings about tying that 49 years to uh, Israel getting back to Jerusalem, and you come out exactly to 23rd of September 2015, which is before. I found that kind of intriguing. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a, I love uh, Bible prophecy myself, though. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, for me, I do see um, everything coming together. Uh, I'm kind of scared to, you know, I'm, I was li- listening to J.D. Uh, J. Farrar. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he was just kind of saying to be cautious on, you know, just marking this year is it. I mean, because you never know it might go on a little bit more. 
But for me, it's more signs in 2015 than, than any other sign uh, from 100, 300 years on, onwards. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I don't think we should mark this year as it. I don't believe that, you know, necessarily yeah. this year is it. We we don't really know. And if And yeah. if we go off of the blood moons and history past, blood moons – the events always happened either one year or two years after the blood yeah. moon. It was rarely on the blood moon, which I think yeah. we just have to keep that in speculation. And it could be a number of things. It could be a war that was sparked. It could be tribulation sparking. Uh-huh. You know, we just don't uh-huh. know until we the time. Know. Yeah. And so I would I would agree with J.D. Farg on that. Just, you know, don't mark this off as the year that it's all going to happen. Only, yeah. only time is going to play that out. But, you know, be ready. Be ready nonetheless. Amen. Thank you for coming on. I'm so sorry for all the technical difficulties. Um, I'm going to probably uh, end up doing um, broadcasting some other way besides blog talk. Uh, It's been good to me for the last couple of years, but sometimes it just messes up for me. Yeah, no um, problem. It was hard hearing you in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should have just did the cell phone the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I just hold it like a mobile phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but thank you so much for coming on. Can you get get some contact information of how they can get reach you with your um, information? Sure. I'm on lisahavennews.net. They can check me out there. I've I've got a contact button there. Um, I'm also on YouTube under Lisa Haven as well, so they can they can get me on those. And I have a Facebook page also under Lisa Haven. Make it makes it easier. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you too, Paul. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, this is going to be a little complicated because I got a. Uh, box set up on my computer, which is echoing everything I say. So I'm going to pause for a minute. I'll be right back. Thank for um, listening, and hey, I have a wonderful day. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. <laughs>